6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. show yesterday qualifying for the men's world cup for the first time since 1985 yeah that win historic win came 37 years after canada qualified for the 1986 world cup in mexico with a one nil victory over honduras that was september 14th 1985 you know that canadian soccer has been on a high with the sixth ranked canadian women winning gold last summer at the tokyo olympics and now the 33rd ranked men led by coach john herdman get their time to shine in qatar um, and then hopefully moving on to the 2026 World Cup, which Canada is co-hosting with the U.S. and Mexico. Our guest next is Ross Ungaro. He is a retired Canadian soccer player who earned one cap each with the Canada U-20 men's national soccer team and Canadian Olympic soccer team. He's played professionally all over and is now coaching. Ross, welcome to 630 Chad. Thank you. Thank you very much for having me. All right. Give us an idea. Of, oh, and first off, I think you're at practice right now, aren't you? So thank you for making time for us. No problem. We're in the middle of trying to make the next future girls and boys for the national team. Oh, love it. Love it, Ross. So w- give me an idea. First off, you, you watched the game. What was going through your mind? Well, it, it brought back a lot of great memories. Uh, I remember the year 1985. I was asked to go with the national team, but I was told by my present professional team that if I went I would not have a spot when I came back Mm. and fortunately that same scenario was for a lot of players that were playing abroad they were put in a real tough situation and now just watching it was absolutely exhilarating um, to see the effort that those players put in the confidence that they have on the field the the era is new Canadian soccer has changed and just looking at the attitude of our male and female teams they step on a field knowing that they're going to win. It's not a, it's not a fake attendance. You know, it's interesting because uh, the men's coach, John Herdman, saying he was quoted yesterday as saying, I think this country, they never believed in us because we've given them nothing to believe in, but they believe us now. That's a fair comment? Yeah. It is a totally fair comment. And I think with John's attitude, what he did with the women's program and mm-hmm. with the men's, the biggest thing I think that he has brought to the table. He brought many, many positive things, but a belief that we are good enough. And it's been my belief forever. I believed in Edmonton players. I believed in Canadian players. We we put them in situations to excel, and we told them it doesn't matter who you play and where you play. You've got to believe it first in your brain and in your heart that you are as good as they are, if not better. And John has done that. And our national men's team and women's teams, they step on the field now. And for me, it's an attitude. They're not going to bend down to anybody. And that attitude results in victory. Ross, those, uh, the, the young men, women, the kids that you're coaching right now, what, are, what, what were they talking about today following that game? Are they excited? What, how are they feeling? Yeah, well, they don't know the past history, right? They really know the idiot, and Canada has been on a high. The women's program has been on a high for a while. The men's teams have been getting better and better. And with with the Canadian Professional Soccer League and the MLS, and you have Canadian players actually playing there, 
is exactly what we needed. And these players now all believe that they can actually go and play. <laughs> so what, so does th- what does this do for the sport in this country? You know, we've seen a massive growth over the years. We've always needed corporate sponsorship. We've always needed people to believe that Canada can be a soccer nation. And we've never had that real support from either the media or major corporations to put money into it. Now, I think the day will come when companies will not be embarrassed to put their name on a jersey or give money to a program. I mean, when we were 160th in the world and you're behind countries that have a hard time, you know, even feeding their population, now we're up there. We're in the top 40, we're 33rd, we're, we're going to be in the World Cup. And yeah, you can say there's more countries involved now, but at the same time, soccer has evolved that in Europe, in South America, in Africa, it's played all over the world. In Asia, mm-hmm. um, any day, anybody can win. And I mean, Italy's not going to the World Cup. Isn't that wild? Canada is. Isn't that wild? Canada is. Yeah, Canada is. That's two World Cups in a row. Italy could not qualify. Coach Herdman also, you know, and and you're saying it as well, I think, says that we're a football country. We're a football country. And I think, think though, a lot of folks still think that we are uh, an American football uh, country or just a a hockey country. How do we continue to, to change that perspective? Well... I think 30 years ago, 40 years ago, it was the immigrants that came to our country that knew the the game, and they were putting their children in the game. But now it's gone full circle. We have Canadian athletes coming from Canada that elected to play soccer instead of playing other sports. Mm. And we'll always be a hockey nation. There's no doubt about that. But... We're producing basketball players. We're producing American football players. Mm -hmm. We're producing a lot of athletes, and our our country is definitely on the right track. But as far as soccer goes and football, the European football, we have a lot of second-generation coaches now that have it in their right agenda of what we're doing this for. Our coaches that are developing grassroots levels, producing players, all over the country, you have this great grassroots development program that's developing players. And soccer is cool to be a part of because there is a future for these players. It's not like before where a very small percentage of players actually got a chance to make a living. Now, if you're a good athlete and you can play the sport, you have an opportunity to go to the next level. Ross, before I let you go and, and get back to practice, and I sure appreciate your time, you talk about, you know, the, this great grassroots um, movement that is that is, pr- that is uh, producing these athletes now that are going on. What's it like for you, for someone who has been in uh, the, the football community, the soccer community for so long, to be at that grassroots level, now contributing back to these young players, these potential up and comers what is what is that like well it's really exciting but you've got to remember that 30 years ago 30 40 years ago we had no facilities to play the whole winter Mm -hmm. and players would play i play hockey i played basketball played volleyball they're multi-sport athletes and the ones that went on definitely were the very very top of the top athletically now that we have some facilities we are continuing to train all winter long 
So the players that actually want it, they really want to aspire, they want to go to the next level, they're having that opportunity to do it, and there's a lot of them wanting it, which makes competition. And the minute you have competition, the top will be better than the rest were before. So we're, we're developing a lot of quality players, and those players are, are fueling the fire for future players. I mean, we, we developed so many young players at this point. When you look at that national team, mm -hmm. both men and women, those players came from grassroots five years ago. <laughs> it's not that long. They're only 20 years old. So five, six years ago, they were playing in youth soccer all over Canada. And now the new 13-year-olds are saying, hey, in five years, I could be on the national team. 2026 is not that far away. For a 16-year-old, 14-year-old, they can already see themselves playing for the national team in 2026. So it is so exciting to watch them push themselves in practice. And it's no longer um, a false statement when you tell these children, hey, you are good enough and you can go to the next level. Ross Angaro joining me this, this afternoon. Ross, uh, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for your perspective, your, your insight, and yeah, sure is exciting, isn't it? It's extremely exciting. Thank Great you for November. this. Ross, I'm going to let you go. You're breaking up there. Thank you for this. Ross Angaro uh, joining me this afternoon. He, uh, he played U2, U20 men's national soccer team, the Canadian Olympic soccer team, years ago. Uh, his thoughts on that, uh, that big win as the men's soccer team uh, qualifies uh, for the World Cup.